done been two weeks and I done forgot how to work the stuff. That's all right, but I like the intro. <laughs> Did you just get grown on me? Huh? I said I like that intro. Oh, thank you. Yes, you got real grown before the countdown started. I said no, that's the, it's um it's actually three of them. It's it's three different ones. I got I got one that go like this. Play the the one the normal one for this one, and I don't know. I just made a mistake and hit the second one. And but I, the was, other, I was like, I like that. But the other two, I usually play on like the acapellas and acoustic segments. Right, right, like okay. Shout out to my man Diamond K for those tremendous graphics. But what's up, everybody? You are tuned in <laughs> to another week of Access Granite, and man, I have missed you guys. Yes, we have. Yes, oh. we have weeks man what's been going on sis oh my gracious let me tell you something my sister is getting booked and blessed <laughs> oh my yeah, god you just don't know where your opportunities come you know and um you, you have to always be ready so i'm excited about another new venture that i've been asked to do so it's just interesting how you know your platform is opening up doors people are watching that i'm not even thinking that we're watching <laughs> and um and, and and reaching out and and asking you know hey you know can you you know help on you know once a month on this i'm like what your girl what and this, and, this, and this is why this is why i try to tell people man you never know who's watching yeah. you know what i mean don't get discouraged if you look up in that corner and you think only two or three people are watching because mm -hmm. even if it's two or three, you never know. Yes. Yes. And and you just don't because that's the thing, because replays occur. Like if you look at our at, at your numbers, right. those numbers, your viewing numbers are greater than what you see on, on the day of. Like all of a sudden that by the time I look at it around eleven o'clock. I'm seeing 150 views, yep. 92, this and that, depending, you know, depending. Um, so it, it just is really nice to um, to see because like not everyone wants you to co-host their stuff. Like they right. don't because you got to be careful, right? You have to be careful who you bring on as a co-host. And it was just so interesting. Um, it was someone that I actually interviewed, right? interview before and he just you know he saw when i post you know hey look at this da 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 right being that he's looking for a co-host looking for some segments for his show and he was just like let me go on and ask her so she's able to not just do something on her own but she's able to work collaboratively collaboratively with someone and, you know, and it just, and he did, he asked questions of, you know, how, you know, 
how you know you and I came up with kind of the flow. And I said, he he just goes by the whim. <laughs> Where, you know, <laughs> y'all, let me tell y'all, I yeah. us, you know, God bless you. But you know, and it's like he just um it, it was just really good to see that, you know, someone people are looking and like I said, because of the fact that he could see that I could collaborate. So I'm not just, you know, just coming on and being, you know, Alenia, who's the life coach, just that's it. You know, I'm also something else. So yeah. the, the show is called um, Reach and Stretch. It's on Wednesdays, y'all. My God. <laughs> like, Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, my goodness. And when I say booked and blessed, it's for real, for real, like. You just don't know how God is going to just bring things forth. Absolutely. You know, one one thing changes for another thing that just kind of pop in and it's just it's just interesting. So it's um so it's going to be great to see and it's only once a month. So Oh wow, okay. <laughs> because the show is every week, but he needed a co-host to really talk about the things that I talk about. Okay. So it worked out. It's just like, okay, okay, let's do this. <laughs> let's, let's do this. So I'm really excited about that. And then, you know, putting my stuff together. So please, y'all, go over to Alenia Renee on YouTube. <laughs> Don't forget me. <laughs> Don't forget me. I won't let him forget you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's dope, though. I, I, congratulations. Well, just, I don't know why I chose you. I, I was just like, yeah, let me sit I'm just like, I already, I already, you so. God led you right, right? And, 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 and with that being said, I definitely understand why he chose, you know, to ask you, you know. Thank you. Thank I, you. I saw what he sees, so I, I definitely Thank understand. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Congratulations thank you. to you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I love seeing people, you know, that rock out with me, you know. Yes. And, and and like I said, he he definitely has been watching your your show. Okay. Because he had to see, you know, right. he had to see. Right. You know, you know, do I ask, do I not? I'm thinking of it, you know, am I going in the wrong direction bringing her on? And it was a right direction. It was yeah, right you direction. Until, you, until you, you know, you, you, she, he gets you on there. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. He's going in the right direction. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Look, man, um, real quick, and then we're going to get into our guest tonight. I don't know if you guys had the opportunity to see the video that I did on Friday with my sister Tipsy. Uh, this was like 12 o'clock in the afternoon, so you were probably at work. This was like a real impromptu uh, infomercial, so to speak, to announce, officially announce the Access Granted Signature Drink. Yay! All of the paperwork is official and all of that stuff. And I want Yay. you guys to mark your calendars for Friday, October the 7th, 2022, from 6 to 10 p.m. We will be at, uh, let me see, I'm going to make sure I get this name right, 
uh, Lisa's Luxury Consignment Shop, uh, 1501 Soulgrave Avenue, 21209. Um, we were actually looking to do some pop-up shop kind of situations. And right. this is a young lady that owns a consignment shop and just happened to uh, be doing a pop-up shop on that day that, shout out to my sister Nene, the original party girl, is hosting. And I just hit Nina up and I was like, I know you are all over the place and you're doing all of this stuff. See if you can oh, get me wow. somewhere. And that event right. was available. You got that. Just, uh, you know, and and yeah, so we are officially just come out. Um, we're going to be doing a free tasting, man. You can come out and, and sample the black cherry and few uh, Long Island iced tea, as well as what we call a Baltimore half and half. Cause you know in Baltimore, you know we, you, you got to have it, right? <laughs> With a chicken box. <laughs> you know, you know what you order when you go get that chicken box or that or that. that. <laughs> so. Or a haddock, or a haddock sub. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is that you get, you always getting the half and half. The half and half. <laughs> have to make sure that we rep the city, man. And shout out to nice. my sister and my partner, Tipsy Fiend. Very yeah, nice. man. Um, if you're available, just come out, man, and and oh get a my. sample. Uh, support the consignment shop, and then yeah. we'll also be doing pre-orders that night, man. So we want to, you know, we want to flood the joint. Man. Very Look, nice. Very I'm, nice. Look I'm, at officially, you. I'm officially like a what do you call it? Like an alcohol distributor or something? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that what that is? <laughs> you you might have to have some ambassadors. I don't know. I don't know. Call it what you want, but. Yeah, just make, sure yeah, you buy, just make sure you buy two or three of them when you call <laughs> <laughs> me. Yeah, man, but excited about it. And you know, you should be. It's just about expanding the brand. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. Beyond, you know, right? I'm mm-hmm. do something a bit different. And it's something that I had on my mind for a long time. And I kept putting it off and putting it off. Right. Mm-hmm. One day I felt a thud in the back of my head, and it was God saying, Boy, what you waiting for? Come on. Come on. <laughs> we got to get some people drunk. Didn't I say that before? <laughs> Hey, it's communion. We'll look at it as <laughs> um Pastor Phil. I hope you're not watching this. <laughs> I don't think he made it home from here yet. He just left about right before I came on. on oh, did he? <laughs> shout out, shout out to my pastor, man. We um we were all over the place on Saturday. We were down feeding the homeless um mm-hmm. under the expressway Saturday morning, and then we were in Essex for Essex Day. Right. Most of that afternoon, and then uh, late in the afternoon, we were out at the African American Culture Festival out in Towson. Uh, one of our members, uh, Minister Mishan, Mishan. Moore, yeah, killed it. I know. Let me tell you. Let me tell This this is how this is how hard this boy was rocking. Um, you may not know him, but I'm sure that Darnell knows. There's a brother here. His name is Shaka Pitts. Um, he's a hip hop legend here in Baltimore, and mm-hmm. he runs a, a, a battle league here called a pit fight battle league as i'm standing there recording me sean he comes up and he taps me on the shoulder and i look over and i'm like oh it's my man shock he said who is this i said this is a buddy from my church he was like this dude is cool when me sean came off the stage shaka said bro i was all the way down there i that. could hear you but i couldn't understand anything you were saying but i could feel you and it felt like hip-hop and I had to walk up here. Right. And he walked up. And to me, I was like, bro, that's like a that's a super major 
And not only was he rocking, but he was rocking on the Heaven 600 Gospel stage. I saw that. When you're doing, you know, quote unquote gospel or inspirational hip hop, and a serious hip hop head like Shaka feels that energy to yeah, the yeah. he has to walk a couple of blocks to get to you. Powerful stuff, man. My boy, my boy did his thing. You need to put together, you need to put together something because you need Miss Dora. You what need happened? me, Sean. I say you need you need Miss Dora. Remember Miss Dora that came on last two weeks, three? Miss, I got you. Yeah, the, the gospel, yeah, the, the, yeah, the yeah. rapper. Yeah, and you see, you see, I'm trying to get it connected with Loudmouth, man. But yeah. uh, you know, he hasn't responded. So yeah, Mishan and Mishan's actually working on the project right now. But you know, he's not he's not a quote unquote gospel or inspirational got MC. You. But he just had that ability to be flexible like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He got that opportunity from performing at our praise in the parking lot that we did at right, right. And that's why I said, always do your best when you're in front of the camera or you're on that stage. Yes. Never know. Mm-hmm. And bro, he had he had Lee Michaels on the side of the stage like he was at a like <laughs> I was like, yo, that's. And he wasn't shouting. (laughs) He wasn't shouting. He He wasn't doing any shouting. (laughs) So, yeah, shout out to my man, Misha. He definitely did his thing and represented well. And then also want to send prayers out to Pastor Phil because he actually got rushed to the hospital or went to the hospital um, later on that night. But, uh, he's you know, he's doing a little better now. Like I said, he was here today. And also want to send some shout outs to um, my cousin, officially um kendra who's might be actually tuning in with us soon um her mom is still in the hospital and um oh not doing well she, she's not doing well but you know okay. we all know who has the final say so you know and that kind exactly. of stuff it's continuing right. to uh, lift them in prayer and um you know pray that uh you know, whatever god's will is that it's it's done and you know we understand and everything so exactly my sister key what's going on sis so Without further ado, man, yes. I'm looking forward to chopping it up with this brother. I'm going to let him finish chewing first before I bring him on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> he must have got hungry as I was. <laughs> That's because he listened to you tell him to go make a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with a good grilled cheese, bro. <laughs> with a good grilled cheese. What's going on, Chi? Love you, nice. sister. Turning in. Um, shout out to my VLF Nation and and, and you know. My little buddy, as I call her. My little <laughs> buddy. <laughs> nice. Oh, no, you ready, bro? Give me the thumbs up if you're ready, my man. You're going to bring my man. Right. Oh, no, Warden up. My brother. Was it good? Was it good? What's good? You like this, bro. <laughs> no, she said, was it good? You got it. Was it good? Oh, it definitely was good. Okay. Okay. Was good. okay. <laughs> You know, snacks in the basement. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the man cave. So we got snacks hey, in the man. Hey, oh, oh, that's how y'all roll. That's, that's what we do. Snacks that's on deck, always in the man cave. Always, always, always. <laughs> What's going on with you, bro, man? Man, I am. You know what? I am good. My father used to always say, every time I ask my father, "How you doing?" He always say, "I'm taking my battle, standing on my two feet." I know <laughs> so, that's right. Absolutely. So that's that's that I, I've adopted. I know that. that's right. Taking my battle, standing on my two feet. <laughs> I know that's right. And it's it's good to catch up, man. I know mm-hmm. we were saying earlier, man, that it's you know it's definitely been a minute since we've connected, man. But um, no, I believe I met you through your wife. 
Yes, you did. Yes, you Shout did. Angela Wharton uh, had her on the show way back when I was co-owner of the Worldwide Flavor Network. Yeah, way, um, way back then. That's when I was like, yo, that's going to be my man for 40 grand forever. Because <laughs> 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 you put the wife in your own, like back yeah, in the man. day, son. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then I think uh, right after that is when I found out about your affiliation um, with the Baltimore ceasefire movement. Shout out to my sister, Ellen G, man. We had her on here. Uh, shoot, how long ago was that, Alenia? Maybe oh, like two or three months ago. Yeah, it was, it was several Might months ago. Three months ago. Oh, yeah. Brought her up here and had a ball with her as always. Yeah. It's crazy. I've known Ellen, well, I'll say this. I reconnected with Ellen back when I started working at the state office building back in 95, but we knew at that time that we knew each other previously and could never figure it out until I told her to give me a little history lesson about herself and you know her growing up in Baltimore. And right. she mentioned that she lived in Fairfield Projects. And as soon as she said Fairfield, I was like, boom, that's where we know each other from. So I've actually, I've actually probably known Ellen since like 84, 85, man. Wow. And yeah, yeah. And love her to pieces, man. Shout out to her. Shout out to Erica Bridgefoot, man. Shout out to Jakia. Shout out to Ogun. I'm trying to get Ogun to come kick some bars for me on the acapellas and acoustic joint. <laughs> and, and word on the street is, Darnell is going to do a freestyle for us before the show is over. I don't know who gave that word, but you know. I saw it in the <laughs> comments. I saw it in the comments. Someone did ask personally. Yeah, somebody came on and was like, you know what? It, <laughs> you know what the bad part? You know what the part about that is? Is I think I think Keisha was down at because when Ella was doing hip hop karaoke, mm. I got up there with with the wife, and she mm. she she beatboxed. Stop playing! Oh, stop stop playing. Yeah, I, I, the footage is out there somewhere. It's it's, it's out there because it, it comes up on my my memories for Facebook. But yeah, we, oh. we, we yeah we we did a little something something down at that, that, and I think a lot of people was like, oh my god, it was like <laughs> that would have like, been me. This is something that we do. We retire. We not. <laughs> right. <laughs> My man, the under mic up and everything. That's that's yeah, crazy. That's dope. I, I can I can see that. You can see it? I, I can yeah. I can I can see that. I that's see all that. right. That's dope, man. Again, shout out, shout out to the wifey, man. She's still mm -hmm. doing great things, man. And I'm glad to see, you know, yeah, that black love that we you know, that black love, bro. You can't once that black love kick in, there's nothing you can do about it. You in it. Right. It locks it locks you in. You can't do nothing. You just there. <laughs> I ain't been able to do nothing more than this for almost 30 years now, right. man. Right. <laughs> and you love every second of it. <laughs> love you, say. Just in case, just in case she right up above me. Right, huh? exactly. <laughs> But um, I want to. We can start with the uh, we can start with the ceasefire, man, because you know um, mm. I've been following that movement since the beginning. In fact, I used to have uh, some members of the ceasefire come on the show um every quarter, right? Um, you know, right before the ceasefire weekends, man. So just talk a little bit about um, you know, how you got started in the movement and and your involvement with it. So. It goes all the way back. You remember um, 300 Men March? So I was a part of 300 Men March. And Erica was um, a part of 300 Men March, 300 right. Men March also. 
So we kind of met through there. Um, and then when that disbanded, we oh. uh, we decided to do um, this thing called Village Keepers. Because a lot of the people that was from 300 still wanted to do something. We came up with this thing called Village Keepers. We were, we were you know, partnering with other um, groups and, you know, just doing stuff, resources, giving out, you know, food giveaways, stuff like that. Um, but that became just an online thing after a while because people started, you know, doing their own thing. So in 2015, Erica and Ogun had had a conversation about um, murders in the city. And Ogun had just seen a special on, like, I think it was like uh, uh, one, of, one of them shows that do documentaries. They were talking about ceasefire between com- countries that come together and decide that we're not going to fight anymore, not going to be any wars, that we're going to do a ceasefire. Right. And he had seen that, a special like that the night before. Ken Erica said, you know, we should do a ceasefire in Baltimore City, you know, tell people to stop killing each other. And she said, you know what? Somebody ought to do it. Who's going to be the one? So in 2015, that conversation never happened. Like they never, it, it was at a 300, it was at a 300 men march meeting, but they never had that conversation. So two years later, Erica was in a car with, um, with her son and her son told her, mom, do you know that right now Baltimore has the, is, is, has the highest murder rate that has ever had since the beginning of time, since the beginning right. of Baltimore, it was the highest. And she was like, what? Somebody ought to do something about that. And she remembered the conversation that she had with Ogun. So she called Ogun up and she was like, remember we had that conversation and blah, blah, blah. I think we ought to, you know, talk more about it. And they did. And they became the co-founders. And mm-hmm. it started. she started finding people who she wanted to actually start this movement with. And that's when she contacted Ellen. And she okay. contacted Michelle. And she contacted Jakea. And... I think like a week or so in of them talking, she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need my man. <laughs> called me up and she was like, yo, you want to do this thing in Baltimore? We, we're trying to stop the people. We're telling people 72 hours, nobody kill each other. And it was only supposed to be for one weekend. I remember. Yeah. Was like, I'm in. I like, I'm in. I love Baltimore that much. Yeah, people got to stop killing. You know me for 300. Yeah, yeah. we in. And it was only supposed to be one weekend. We was only supposed to do it that one weekend. And next thing you know, we, we we did it that one weekend in August, and we had the meeting afterwards on that Monday. And we and everybody was like, we need to do this again. Mm-hmm. Again, Erica was like, all right, well, we'll do it again next year. And we like, all right, okay, <laughs> we're planning for next year. Right. And then we got into a we have our chat that we do. So we got into our chat. We was like, we could actually do this four times a year. Gotcha. <laughs> And it ended up coming four times a year. We were like, all right, we're going to do this four times a year. August, first weekend, and in August, November, and February. But in May, we're going to do the second week because we want to honor the mothers and fathers of uh, kids who got lost to violence in Baltimore. Wow, okay. So four times a year, that's when we decided that, that in 2017, that's when we said, we go, right, we're going to start it four times a year. And since right. then, it's been kicking off like that nice. um and it's funny that we're having this conversation now because november ceasefire the next one coming up is going to be the last one under baltimore ceasefire 365 name we're totally rebranding new logo oh, okay everything so next year february is going to be 
the brand new movement, formerly known as Baltimore Cease Five Three Sixty Five. And the reason why we're doing that, and I'm, and, and I, I, I thank you so much for being on this, brother, because we've been we're, we're about to start this whole campaign to try to, to push nice. people. Um, is we decided that we're going to stop talking about what we don't want mm-hmm. and talk about more about what we want. So uh, we just came off our retreat that we did a, a, about a month or so ago, and we talked about um, how, if you look at it, there are more peaceful people in Baltimore City than it is violence. Mm. So peace reigns in Baltimore City. It's right. just it, people concentrate on the violence. Right. And we talk about stop shooting, stop murdering, you know, nobody kill anybody. And even in the name Baltimore ceasefire, we talk about what we don't want. Right. We decided to to, to, to change and rebrand and move it into talking about what we do want. So instead of saying murder has no dominion over the city, we're going to start saying peace reigns over the city. Nice. Instead of saying it's an anti-violence movement, we're going to say it's a peace movement. Gotcha. You understand? Know and instead mm-hmm. of saying nobody kill everybody, it's going to be, you know, everybody should love everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it brings about more peace and love because yeah. what you exude and what you want and what you what, what you want to happen is going to be what goes to the atmosphere. Right. Instead of talking about what we don't want, because if you keep talking about what we don't want, that that motion or that emotion is still in the in the atmosphere of what we don't want. Yeah. Right. We want to yeah. take the we want to take the the attention strictly off of the violence and the murder to talk more about the peace, the love, and the light. And because we are, we always name this as Baltimore's movement, we're going to let Baltimore name it. Mm. <laughs> we're going okay. to let Baltimore um, Baltimore graphic artists come up with the logos and let Baltimore nice. choose the logo. <laughs> so come February, yeah. it's going to be a whole brand new movement formerly known as Baltimore ceasefire. <laughs> um, so, I've seen it lately. Oguna put out there that we're selling off all our gear, um, with you know discounting it because we want people to have the classic gear. Right. All the stuff that we got, we we be selling it at a discounted price. So come February, um, it's going to be the brand new movement that whatever mm-hmm. Baltimore decided to name it. Right. So, so so you know I'm locking y'all on the calendar for like mid to late January, right? Oh, most definitely. Most yeah, definitely. That's gonna be nice. Bringing in the new year. Yeah, most definitely. Okay, yep. that's what's up, man. That's what's up. But um, you know, I feel I feel like um, for all of us that understand Baltimore ceasefire and and what it's about and what it is that you guys are trying to accomplish, for every one of us, there's like ten naysayers, man. And I, I remember listening to um. I remember listening to 105.7 The Fan, the Big Bad Morning Show, uh, one morning, and they were talking about the violence in the city, and they had, uh, the, you know, our ex-police commissioner is one of their hosts, Ed Norris, the, the man who accomplished absolutely nothing <laughs> for the time he was in office. And he said that he felt like the Baltimore ceasefire was one of the dumbest things that he's ever heard of in his life. And I'm like, bro, like, you know, you had when some time. When he said that, I'm like, bro, you had some time at the top, you know, yeah. to make some things happen, and you did absolutely what you wanted. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying that to ask the question, you know, what do you say to, you know, not only idiots like him, but yeah, he's an idiot, but you know, our, our citizens in the city 
people hear about the ceasefire, but then they say, well, what good does it do? Because there's always somebody getting killed over the weekend or such and such. They don't think about the fact that the ceasefire starts on Friday and yeah, there may be a murder, but that murder might not be until Sunday afternoon or Sunday night. So you've gone X amount of hours, you know what I mean? Over right, the without it. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't look at those small victories, you know what I'm saying? Right. And understand. So what is it that you say mm-hmm. to those people? So the first thing that we always say is that um, but people, because the, the news would also say that the ceasefire was broken and it's not successful. Like that's, that's, we, we, it's never broken. Like every ceasefire weekend is always successful for the fact that you had a bevy of residents in Baltimore come together in the name of peace and say, I'm going to throw this event because I wanted to be peaceful. And what we also say is we understand that this is a movement that people are not going to understand. Right. But if you, but, but, but if, if all we ask you, can you be peaceful? What can you do to be peaceful? Can you hold your block down? Like, can it not be murders? Can, can, can you be a peaceful person through your word, your actions and your thoughts? Mm. Because peace exudes from the person. Right. So if, 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 if I wake up on Friday morning on ceasefire weekend and I come out, and I'm like, I'm mad. I'm angry. I want to be. I want. I want to be violent, right? And I go to, and I'm walking down the street, and I see somebody having a ceasefire event, like, and they're talking about, hey, peace and love, and don't kill nobody, and handing out posters and everything. And I look at, it and I'm like, oh, okay, well, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm not going. Uh, you know what? And, and it may change your mind towards peace, and then that peace in you will exude to the next person. Because now somebody may have seen your whole countenance change. Mm-hmm. And they look at it like, okay, all right, well, if that person can be peaceful, then I can be peaceful. Right. Because we all we're asking you or anybody in the rest of Baltimore is what can you do mm-hmm. to be we I did every time every time somebody talk about that, I bring up this one story. We were on Emerson Avenue. Emerson Avenue, bro. Of all places. And there were some young corner boys out there. And we were doing our ceasefire. We were doing our ceasefire uh, outreach. And a couple of them was like, you know, I don't know if this is going to work. Somebody always killing. Somebody always doing this. Somebody always robbing, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if it's going to work. I like what y'all doing. It sounds cool and everything. It's whatever. So we were like, all right, but what can you do? Mm. And they were like, well, no, don't worry about us. Mm. This is going to be all right. We're gonna make sure our block it ain't nothing gonna happen on this block. And we've like, well, thank you for that. That's and if you talk to the people on the block up there in the block down there, then you got three blocks that's gonna be peaceful during a ceasefire weekend. Right, right. And if they could talk to a block and they talk to a block, it's kind of like a permit club. Mm-hmm. It goes on and on and on, and you don't know right. your whole neighborhood could be peaceful. But then this one cat that was staying there the whole time, we was about to leave, and he said, Hey, can I have one of them posters? Because I want to put it on my wall. And I want to focus on it for the weekend mm. on how what I can do. Mm, that says something. That that's huge. And it was like it, it was like right then and there, it was just me and Erica and somebody. We was like, yo, see, that's this is what it's about. Yeah. The cameras are not gonna be around for this type of this type of thing right here. No. Like people are not gonna hear about the fact that you 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 had somebody that was probably thinking about I'm a, whatever I'm gonna do tomorrow or the day afterwards, or you know, I'm gonna smack you in the mouth when I see him, blah blah saying, you know what? Just for this weekend, I'm gonna concentrate on peace. Right. 
Let me, right. I'm, I'm, let, let me see how that works for my life. Let me, because I've, I've never tried it before. And these people came up here with these strange looking shirts on and these posters and these flyers. And they're talking about this peace stuff. Let me see how that works for me. Right. Right. So he took the poster and everything. Now, I think I went back around there maybe a week later and saw that same young cat. He's like, hey, man, what's going on? How you doing? Man? He said, hey, I still got my post on the wall. Nice. He said, my nice. post on the wall. And, I'm, you know, he said, you know what? I'll I, 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 I be trying. I'll be doing it. I'll be trying. I'll be, be trying. I'll be taking right. the peace challenge every day. So, you know, I'm trying. And and, and that's what it is. Thanks. So when we hear people like 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 uh, like the old commission saying, yeah. when we hear North saying stuff like that, it's like, I understand where you're coming from because you don't understand it. And maybe you feel like peace is a forgotten thing, but you got mm -hmm. people out here that we're actually touching that are changing the way they act. So it's not about yeah. whether or not what you see is about what's happening, which is why we're also changing it. I was to, just about to, yeah, I was just about to say that. Right. To, say that. to, yeah. to, to change the thinking. So it, um, so as Antoine asked, you know, what do you say to those naysayers? So how do how does someone that's not let's just say they're not in Baltimore City, they're not, um, you know, what what would you say to them? To, you know, hey, I want to how can I help? How can I be a part of this? But I don't live in Baltimore City. You know, I'm not feeling the impact in that way, but right. I do understand the need. So we have people in the city like, how can I help? So we ask people to share our logo. Okay. And, 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 and change, change their profile picture to our logo. And here's what happens when you do that. Mm. A lot of people have long time pictures on their profile pic, or you know, they, they, they have a theme of what they put their profile pics. Maybe a picture right. of them, their mother, their grandmother, kids, animals, whatever. But if they change it, when they change it to the ceasefire logo, somebody is going to ask what is it, yeah. right? And that means they get to explain to them what it is, right? why, and what they're doing in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. The best part about that is we had somebody change it in other states and it, and, and they actually decided to do a ceasefire of their own. <laughs> so they were like, how can we do it? What can we do? We're like, yeah, you can have our logo. <laughs> you can put Chicago on if you right. want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is what we do. This is how right. we do it. Because the movement is not mine or ours, it belongs to the city. So right. peace don't just belong to one person. Right. Peace belongs to everybody. So mm -hmm. if anything that you want to do to exude peace, yeah, my, take it and do it. Yeah. Hagerstown, Hagerstown Jail did a a stop stop drug use mm -hmm. for the for the weekend. So all the inmates stopped using drugs. Nice. <laughs> Crazy. Right. But they had the and, and they changed our logo where you got the gun, they had a needle. They had they had a needle. Mm, okay. And the thing about it is when you nice. we, we, we we figured out when you allow people to to grasp their own narrative of something instead of right. telling them what they gotta do or telling how it should go mm -hmm. or this is what you should do when they're able to do it from their own heart and be like, all right, this is what I want to do. Cause we don't, right. we, we, we don't tell anybody what to do and how they should do it. We said, if you want to do an event, we're going to put on our calendar and we're going to push people to your event. 
Gotcha. And it could be as big as an event or as small as it is, but it's your event mm-hmm. for Baltimore Seas Fire Weekend. So that's one way we ask people to change change their um change the profile pic. We ask people to take the peace challenge every day okay. on our website. Mm-hmm. The something that says take the peace challenge, and basically what that's saying is today I'm challenging myself to be peaceful. Right. And we all know it's a challenge. Because sometimes people pop off and, you know, hey, hold, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I've been trying to be peaceful all day and you come and steal my joy. My wife be popping off sometime, boy, and I be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but check it out, though. If you, in the, in the beginning of your day, you took the peace challenge, yes. for some odd reason, you're always going to think back to that moment at the beginning of the day. You know, I took the peace challenge. You know what? Go right ahead. You, you, you go mm-hmm. right ahead. You know what I'm saying? And another thing about the Baltimore ceasefire is that when we went out and we did outreach and we and we talked about peace and we talked about love, it's something that you can't unhear anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. So you could so you could be like, yo, that's that's you know, three years from now, yo, that Baltimore ceasefire movement was whack. The fact that you're talking about it is the fact that now you know it exists. Mm-hmm. And when somebody said, Well, what was Baltimore ceasefire? Now you're now you're forced to talk about what it was. Yeah. And in your description. You're going to say, well, they talk about being peaceful in the streets. Right, right. However you say it, you're still talking about the fact that there was a peace movement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or there is a peace movement in my city. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this, bro. It, it started out as just the Baltimore ceasefire. And then at some point, you you all changed it to ceasefire 365. Yes. Um, yes. What, what was it that made that change happen? And then what is it that you all do in between ceasefires, so to speak? So... The ceasefire quarterly, right. right? Yeah. The work always happens. So, uh, in that in that last meeting on Monday, uh, people were talking about, well, what are we going to do after this? And we right. were like, well, we're going to continue to. You're always going to continue to do the work of handing out resources, um, gearing people, trying trying to trying to improve people's lives. So what we did was, 365 came on because we decided to, we were going to do ceasefire churches. We got ceasefire schools. We, we, we recruited ambassadors that can speak like us and explain a movement like us. So we got like 40, well, actually, I'm sorry, not 43. We got like 60 ambassadors now, youth and adults that, that in the meantime, whatever they're doing in life, they also, when they get a chance, they talk about the Baltimore ceasefire. 365. All 365. the time. It's, it's, it's no matter what. When we make appearances yeah. like today, there was no way I could have I could have got on here and not mentioned 365. I could have took this down or not and not wore a shirt or whatever. We could have talked about everything else, but I guarantee you, somewhere it's along this back. conversation, Baltimore <laughs> ceasefire would have came out. Right. Because we live in Baltimore and we want to have peace in Baltimore. So we got the ceasefire schools, we got the ceasefire, we got like five ceasefire schools that basically during every ceasefire weekend, they do an event and okay. we train some of the students on how to be, how to be ceasefire ambassadors in their school. And when they, they get, the, they get the posters and the flies and it goes up and all around the schools and they do events and they talk to the other students and everything. Ceasefire churches, churches that do ceasefire events during the ceasefire weekends, uh, ceasefire communities. <laughs> Like whole communities, like right. whole, like right. associations that are that that when ceasefire we can come around, there are whole association community association does ceasefire events. Mm-hmm. So it's something that happens all of the time because even outside of ceasefire weekends, they're doing something. 
or somebody's doing something. So right. um, on top of just the six of us making appearances, we got 60 ambassadors, we got ceasefire communities, we got ceasefire schools, we got ceasefire churches. Like it, it, it goes on and on and on. Now the best the best part about it is like now the people are like, so what are we gonna be called in January? But like we're gonna let you know. <laughs> <laughs> They like attaching themselves to something, you know, even though they know they're doing the work, having the name just validates what they're doing. So that's probably why they're like stuck on it. Like, I I want to know that name. (laughs) Tell them to tune in to Access Granted on a particular Monday in January. (laughs) Yep, yep. And you will find out. And, right, and right, you know, right. I mean, we can we can talk about the ceasefire all night, man, but you're also doing, you know, some work with uh, another great group of brothers that I love called the Band of Brothers, man. Yes, yes. EOB is deep, bro. Y'all. EOB oh, brothers, yes. Y'all, between the Band of Brothers and, and Black Daddy Gang, man, it's it's yeah. a it's an entirely enormous movement. Um, wow. And a lot of people don't even really know about it, honestly. Yeah, I know I didn't. Right. But talk so, a little bit about so yeah, what you do Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers came about. I don't know if you remember. Um, NDC, they were talking, it was like uh in 2017. All these all these kids that were missing, the girls that was missing in DC. Um, mm-hmm. and they were saying, you know, where are these girls at? you know, blah, blah blah, nobody knows where they are. So me and Pop had got together and we was going to get some brothers together and we was going to go to DC and start knocking on some doors. Like, yo, where these, where these kids at? Y'all got to know something. So it was going to be right. like, it was going to be like 40 brothers from Baltimore just coming up, like knocking on people's doors. Like, yo, where these kids at? And then that's when the report came out that some, something downloaded crazy into the, into the police department's computer. And these kids really wasn't missing at all. Crazy. <laughs> However, we decided to stay together and be like, you know what? We still, we, we got to do something in Baltimore city because most of us were over 300 and we said, you know what we're going to do. So we decided to become a group of brothers that were a group of black men that were going to be a help and a resource to any other group that was doing stuff in the city. So if somebody was doing something um, in their neighborhood and you just needed the band of brothers to come through just to be a presence. Mm-hmm. We were going to do that. If you want Band of Brothers to come by to, you know, to, you know, mentor the kids, we was going to do that. Like, we just, we, we, we were just black men that were making ourselves available. You know what I'm saying? And because a lot of people are saying, yo, we're all black men. We're all black men. Yo, we right here. What you need us to do? <laughs> Where we at? You know what I'm saying? And um, when we got together, it also started as we were, we were, we were kind of the security for the sacred seven, the the, the 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 sacred space rituals that Baltimore Six Five was doing because Erica was doing. Sometimes she's doing by herself, and you know Ellen was doing them. But we would be there as a presence while they were blessing these spaces. Okay. And it just and, and then after that, we we decided to do the Squeegee Boys. So we adopted a okay. corner, basically. We adopted a Squeegee Boy corner for a while. They we we we, we put them in T-shirts and everything. You know what I'm saying? We would get them their supplies, we brought them food, and we would mentor them. And this was back before the squeegee thing became a big issue. Right. Our corner was the one on, on Hilton, and then we had and then we had one on Washington Boulevard. And we would visit those brothers like once or twice a week, and we would bring them supplies, and we'd, we'd check up on them, we'd say, hey, you know, 
we, we would give them advice like, hey, if you know, if somebody, if 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 you got a motorist that doesn't want your doesn't want your service, just move on to the next car. Or if they pop off, just move on to the next car. Because we were using our conflict mediation skills. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we were like, yo. And this was back before. Like now, it's it's such a big thing. Um, and 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 it's kind of it's, it's kind of bring me back to I sent the proposal down to down to City Hall, but we ain't gonna get into that because I'm a little bit upset about that whole thing. But anyway, <laughs> we sent the proposal, but we were actually doing the work as Band of Brothers, you know, with the Squeegee Boys, with the Squeegee Entrepreneurs. We call them actually, actually, we we call them Squeegee Entrepreneurs. And that was on their T-shirt with Squeegee Entrepreneurs because that's what they were doing. They they were working. They weren't out there selling drugs. There wasn't nobody knocking nobody in the head. They was actually just trying to do the work. So that's what you know. That's that's what the band of brothers was doing, and that's and that's how that that came about. Yeah, and you mentioned the sacred spaces, and I just wanted you to touch on that real quick. I know what it is, and I think it's a beautiful thing for the families. Um, but just talk a little bit about what it is that Erica and Ellen and everybody does when they go out to the sacred spaces. Right. So it started out as sacred sevens. And what we would do is after somebody uh, was killed, seven days later, we would go to that space and we would pour love and light into that space. And we invited everybody to come to that space and they could sing, pray, dance, whatever it was that we could put positivity into that space where violence was. It now turned into a space of love and light. So imagine this. Imagine this. And I, I remember I said this to Eric and it blew away. Baltimore had 360 some odd murders in 2017, 2018. And we were able to do the sacred space rituals in all of those, in all of those spaces. So you are now having people walking through Baltimore city and walking past these spaces that were no longer considered violent to us, but it was a space of love and light. So they're walking through love and light instead of walking through, there's the place where rock rock was murdered. It was no, this is the place where we recognize his name and we pour love into this site. So now you got 365 spaces of love and light throughout the city instead of 365 spaces of place where people are killed. Yeah. So I remember I remember I think it was like two years ago, um, Ellen had did one, and I just remember her posting this picture where she was standing in the, you know, right in the area, and there were just like six or seven kids that were just, you know, sitting around her in uh you know indian style position and you know some of them had candles some of them were writing on the street yep. and i was just like man this is like this is what that is about you know what i mean like yeah. that's serious now i think you said it was seven days but didn't it get to the point where they were doing it almost like almost yeah. immediately after yeah, if not- at, yeah at the while it was like we was going there immediately if we got yeah. a chance to go to it and we started putting it on our schedule and our calendar and who could do them and when they could do it. So now we, you know, we, we, we try to hit everyone and it may not be seven days. It might be two weeks, but we're going to try to, we, we, we try our best to hit every one. So that's every year we're, we're doing this because we understand that in a neighborhood where a murder happened, mm-hmm. people will focus on the fact of the murder and the violence. But if you come into that neighborhood and you, and you bring love and light and prayers and singing and, and joy, it becomes a space of the neighborhood goes, I remember we went out and we actually prayed over that spot. Right. <laughs> and, and and we lifted up that person's name and that person will be fighting for us on the other side. And, 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 and it's now a place of, of peace now. Um, and we can walk our neighborhood thinking, not, not, not just thinking, not thinking about the murder, but thinking about the love that we poured into that space for that person. And his name, right. that name will always ring with love right. and life. 
So, so when you go to these spaces, does the police also like come to be a part of it or is just the community? Well, we invite anybody. And there's been times that police officers have pulled up and actually, you know, asked to be staged and will stand right. there, will pray with us and sing with us. And, nice. you know, if it's, and if it's really dark, they will be out there to, to help protect, you know, the mm -hmm. area. But like, you know, we you know, we know what y'all are doing, so we're just going to be here just to make sure nothing kicks off and blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, people haven't had... When you get to the point where people are accepting that you're doing something for peace mm -hmm. and not just out there just willingly doing something... Because officers would be like, we know what y'all doing. We got you covered. We're gonna have. We're gonna be up here at the block. Right. We're right. gonna make That's sure you know. That question. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it's beautiful yeah. when you get people that it. really understand that right. these people are not out here just doing this to be seen. They're actually mm -hmm. out here because I mean, like Erica would do stuff. She would save the trees around because they're living things. Mm. Because the tree yeah. was affected by the violence. You know Absolutely, what I'm the ground, the ground, yes, the ground. Like all the living yes. things around was was affected was was affected by this violence that happened here. So we mm -hmm. sage, we sage everything. Oh people yeah, don't want, people actually drove up, stopped, and jumped out of the car. And said, "Yo, can y'all can you smudge me, please?" Mm. Mm. They understand. That's so nice. They understand about warding yeah. away evil spirits and bringing on love and cleansing the area and cleansing the air. Right and. It's something about it's something about when you experience that ritual, you're not gonna walk away thinking violence. Mm -hmm. You're gonna walk away thinking, what 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 can I do that I don't end up there, or what can I do to 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 big up the name of this person? What how how can I be peaceful now that I didn't see right. all these people come around and pour love into this spot for people that we didn't even know. Mm, right. Like we went to one right. space and it was it had to be like 30, 40 people there. And the person came out like, Does any did anybody know this cat? And we were like, no. Nah. Well, we came here to pour love into the spot. Mm. Very so, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, and, and it's interesting that you say that because um how you know the community sometimes people come out and they're just like, you know what, hey, you know. I, um, please sage me, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and you know we all go to church. You know people go to church. How active is the church involved in what you're doing out there? Because you know some churches are like sage, and no, that's right. not what we right. do. When right. they think it's yeah. evil, when it's not, it's really not. It's, right. it's like any right. kind of detoxification. That you have, you take mucil. What is that? My whatever, my lantern, whatever to make you go right. to the bathroom, right? Right, right. <laughs> <Detox> your system. <laughs> That's what saging is. It's right. It's it's it's, it's, it's a cleansing. It's a cleansing. cleansing. Right. And it's not saying that you're, you know, you don't love the Lord. It is not saying that you're not honoring that God is the the head of your life and that he's the author and finisher of things. Right. You're giving people some, you know, something tangible that they can see at that moment. Right. And that's what that sage represents. It's, you know, helping to to get their thoughts to change so that their feelings can change so that their behaviors can change. Yep. Yep. That's so all that had, is. So we, we we have had some pushback from some churches, uh, but here, here, here was the greatest part. 
So when we first, our first weekend, um, and you know, we didn't have any money. We were just getting mm -hmm. donations from people and Kingdom Life Church on uh, up in by Emerson Village. That was our first ceasefire church. They grasped us, they pulled us in, they right. saw what we were doing. They brought they brought our first posters and flyers. Like all of our first posters and flyers that we that we did for the first ceasefire, they brought them. Cause they they looked, they, they saw what the movement was about and said we want to mm -hmm. get behind them. And right. every ceasefire while while Kingdom Life Church was there, that's the church we went to on every Sunday after every ceasefire. Right. To worship and praise with them, and they baked up the Baltimore ceasefire movement, and other churches have have, have jumped on and like, hey, yeah, we want to be a part of that. And yes, we did. See, like me, I mean, I'm a, I'm a I'm a full law, lifetime member of Empowerment Temple and me. Yep, I, I, I saw so, that. <laughs> so here's the thing: we got me, who's been in the church all my life, mm -hmm. um, Jaquia, who who's a Christian, um, Michelle, who came up in Baptist church. Uh, Erica, who is spiritual, <laughs> Ellen, who knows God, Ogun, who knows God. Like we had, we, yes. we there. So mm -hmm. we were saying, it, it's if you think that uh, we're doing something that you consider evil, why would I be involved in that? Right, right. That's, that's that's not what this is. And people were grasping onto it, and they saw the love in it, and they saw mm -hmm. the peace in it, and people started coming around. Like you're always going to get, like you said, we're always going to get naysayers. We're always going to get somebody right. be like. You know that that sage is that sage is witchcraft for right. all of that, and we're like, they're like, you know, yeah. just like a gun, all right. Just like you got a gun, mm -hmm. a gun is not going to do nothing to you if it just sits there all night long, right. all day long, all year long. It can sit on that table and nothing happens. It's still mm -hmm. a gun, but if, if somebody picks it up mm -hmm. and then use it, that's when it becomes an instrument of violence. Right. Same thing with what we do with Sage. We ain't witches out here. Right. <laughs> the craft. I'm not a warlock. You know? <laughs> we use this Sage to cleanse and bring peace. <laughs> right. Now, if we was out there with a with a double bubble bubble tool and trouble with a, with a <laughs> if we was doing all that, then I can see somebody be like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But no. Right. We use the stage to cleanse and bring oh, and, and, and ward off evil spirits and, and, and cleanse the area where violence was. So right. To open it up to light. That's right. what we're open it up to light. To, it open it opens light. it up to light. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's a, a true like outward representation of that opening up to light. Right. That's all right. that is. That, and I, I, and that's why I was just like, wait a minute, let me ask this question because I know you said you had some ceasefire churches. Right. So I was right. interested in finding out how other churches that if they participated, they might not be a ceasefire church, but participate when you yep. come out to do those yep. sacred times. And it's been, it's been Baptist, yeah. uh, AME, Lutheran, right. Episcopalian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of them, I forgot what the other one was. Presbyterian, I don't know, but it's it's many different religions, but it's all talking about. I think when you get when when you get to the the, the crux of a major religion, it's always going to come back to peace, love, and light in any yes. religion. Mm -hmm. So if if you're following religion and you say I can't get with peace, love, and light, then what are you actually following? Right, right. I don't want to follow that. Right. <laughs> Right, right, exactly. You're not gonna follow that. 
And the, and the one thing that I think is very important is that it's also not just a black thing, man. I remember um, I remember driving up uh, Charles Street, uh, going up towards 33rd, like over where uh, John Hopkins University is one day on a Saturday during ceasefire weekend, man. And I saw about seven or eight white people standing outside with almost our uh, posters and everything. And it shook me so much that I told my wife, I was like, yo, spin around the block and come back. And I got out and took some pictures with him and talked to him. And they were like, yeah, we're just out here just trying to spread the word. Yeah. Oh, and these were like, these were like senior citizens. These weren't, you know, yeah. these were like, so it's not just a black thing because violence isn't just a black thing. Murder isn't just a black thing. Mm-hmm. You would think it is. <laughs> you would think it is when you listen to things go Right. Right. You would think we had Quakers, like we we got Quakers that you know what we got one of our Quakers is an ambassador. Wow! Wow! So, it's, so it 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 the peace, love, and light is going to attract you no matter what you do. It's going to attract everybody because at the end of the day, don't nobody want to get killed. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody want to get. Don't nobody want to. You don't really want to kill nobody. But you, nope. but it's 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 when you look at the whole crux and process and everything when you dig deep deep down and you sitting by yourself you go my life probably would be much better if i were more peaceful <laughs> if i were more peaceful yeah. probably, my life would be much better yeah. i don't always mm-hmm. want to be getting into arguments with somebody running we we going back and forth we clapping you know what i'm saying <laughs> at the end of the day yeah like what, do you really I'm like, <laughs> sit down and go right right how can i be peaceful in this situation yeah it's kind of like mediation all like it hit me erica ellen michelle jakia we're all mediators we all came out the community mediation program we're all trained mediators and this movement is based off of conflict resolution and mediation principles because we've Mm -hmm. seen the change happen at a mediation table like i've seen two people sit down and talk it out, hear and understand each other. And one person goes, I never knew you felt like that. If I'd have known you felt like that, I wouldn't have done what I did. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they had a chance to sit down and yell it all out and then all and then get to a point where this is how I felt. And I'm hearing how you felt. I'm listening to how you felt. I'm understanding how you felt. And I'm like, I would not have done that if I'd have known you felt like that. The same thing in our streets. Mm-hmm. If two people that are having a conflict are able to stop and go, what exactly is your problem with me? And they talk it out. And it may be some curse words. It may be some yelling. But at the end of the day, I heard exactly why you're upset. Mm-hmm. And now you hear why I'm upset. And we go, there is a way to work this. Like, I don't really have, we don't really have to go here. What can happen right now? Mm-hmm. What can you say to me, and what can I say to you to make us both go? You know what? I get it. Sure. My bad. Or I get yeah. it, and we just going to agree to disagree, and we just going to turn around, we're going to walk away. Because then, if those two people can do that and walk away, the news that night won't be reporting that there was a there there, there was a beef in the streets and somebody got shot. Right. Right. They'll say, it, it, and if somebody saw it, they can say, "Well, I saw that beef." They mm-hmm. talked it out. Hmm. They, they they talked it out in one walkway and one and they went home. Right. That's what the movement is about. The movement is about what can you find within yourself. 
to be peaceful and how can you exude that peace? And if I can find, if, if, if in the midst of a conflict, I can actually dig into myself, be like, hold on, wait, 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 bro, wait, 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 bro, hold on, hold on, hold on. How, how, how have I hurt you? Mm-hmm. What is it that I did wrong? Right. Explain to me what I did wrong so we can talk about it. And then we talk about it and we go, you know what? You're right. I was wrong, bro. I apologize. My bad. If you could take that, we could both walk away from this and we and, and, and go our separate ways. I only got to talk to you tomorrow, but we're both walking away from the situation right. alive. Right. Right. Well, I, I when you were talking and and I, I love what you're saying because it's, it's the truth that conflict resolution is huge, whether it's in the city, county, wherever. Right. Um, what are you and I heard you saying that you have some ambassadors that are in school, which I'm pretty sure those are high school students. Right. I know for like elementary school, um, especially in the city, because I have a sister girl that teaches two sister girls that teach in the city and they do social emotional learning. And um, how is, you know, your organization tapping into starting there? Because sometimes starting early, learning that conflict resolution you know, can just make a huge difference right? later on. So is your organization doing anything or, you know, starting to do anything for the young, you know, those elementary school students? So so uh, a couple of our ceasefire schools are elementary schools. Nice. Okay. So when 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 you become a ceasefire school, the 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 the, the coordinator in the school chooses the students that okay. they want and they get trained on conflict resolution nice they get trained on how to be peaceful they get trained mm-hmm. i mean you, you won't be able to get the t-shirt if you don't go through the training right and the training is teaching these young kids and we always want to get them when they when they're young mm-hmm. to be able right. to learn yeah. how to um to be able to talk it out how to be peaceful how right. to stop within that conflict and be like let me hear what you got to say Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we started with is not a, it's, it's not a punk. You're not a punk to walk away. Yeah, the hard, says the most the hardest thing is the to walk. hardest thing to do is to yep. walk away. That's the toughest thing you That's can do. That's the toughest thing to do. Yep. You're a gangster if you could walk away from a situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand. Oh, you're a punk. No, you're not a punk because yeah, you're going home and you're living and you're right. able to. You're able to live yeah. another day, and then the next day you may see that person again. Like, all right, how many times you grown up, right? You get into it with your friends, y'all, yeah. ah, y'all fighting, y'all do everything, get into a fist fights and everything, and then afterwards, five minutes later, y'all sitting there talking and chilling and killing because y'all friends, right? <laughs> you just mad for a second. You just mad for a second, bro. I fought I, I, back when I was uh, I was like thirteen or fourteen at the time. Me and my buddy. <laughs> in the alley over a basketball game for like felt like three hours we was out there kicking right. <laughs> playing Atari the next playing Atari that night like it that was night you know what I'm because because for mm-hmm. one you have an innate ability to connect to somebody else and yeah. know that this is not yeah. who we really are this mm-hmm. is the moment yeah. this right. is the moment right. it's not who we really are Great point. Right. That's a great point. It's the moment. You, it's, it's just the moment. You have a you, you have a lot of brothers and sisters over in the state penitentiary right now or city penitentiary saying 
if I could get that moment back. Right, right. If I could get that, that moment, moment back, yeah. I wouldn't be yeah. here because yeah. that wasn't me. That was the moment. Right. So what we're saying is we want to get y'all before it gets to that moment. Right. <laughs> before it gets to that moment, let me show you how to be peaceful. Yeah. Let me yep. let, let me show you how to tap into your inner peace. Right. Because if I can get you before that moment, when that moment comes, you are now armed. Yeah. It's a way to be like, whoa, wait, stop. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go there, before we go yeah. there, let, let, let's talk. Let's, let's, let's stop here because I don't want to end up thinking 20 years from now in a state penitentiary because I, because I, I let that moment rule Oh yeah. that situation go. It was just that moment. Yep, made a permanent decision, a permanent moment. decision with a temporary feeling. Yes, you doing twenty, you doing twenty years of life for three mm -hmm. minutes. Yep, yep, and sometimes shorter than that. Sometimes shorter than that. Three minutes. Sometimes it's shorter than that. Yes. So and 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 this and, and, what, and what this movement is saying is that is 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 it's not saying that you won't have conflict. Right, right. This movement, this movement is not saying you won't get upset, you won't get mad, you won't get sad. It's not saying that. Mm -hmm. what, what this movement is saying is, how can we show you how to handle it right. in the moment? Right. Mm -hmm. Because if 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 you develop a way, and no matter what, you don't gotta you don't gotta follow the way we do it. But if you can develop a way where you could tap into that peace in the midst of your anger. It will save a whole lot of turmoil yeah. down the road. Mm -hmm. I mean, like anger destroys relationships. Anger, anger when when two people are angry, you don't know who sees it. So you, so your first impression of those people yeah. that are seeing this situation, you don't know how far it's gonna occur with them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. somebody can see both of y'all getting angry and mad and fussing and fighting. The next thing you know, that could be somebody that you're interviewing with two months down the line. Mm -hmm. they go, yeah, no, nah. and you don't even know that they know they, that, that that you saw them. They just remember you and be like, I don't even know if I right, want them. right. Oh no, I don't want them working here. They 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 hothead. I, I don't want them working here. Right, because mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. Right, exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? But if I can tap into the peace, and that same person that's seen it, seen me go, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Before this happens, before that, wait, 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 wait. Come, let's talk this out. Let's 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 let's, let's not do this. And that person is looking, and two weeks down the line, you're going to interview that person. They're going to remember, oh, yeah, you was a dude. And they'll tell you, I saw you in the street, and you were about to get into a fight, and I seen you stop and talk it out with that person. Right. That's the type of person I need in my company. Right, right. Because you never know. You never know who's watching. Ever. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially with little kids. You don't know mm -hmm. what, what you did can affect that little kid for the rest of his life. Yep. That's how they so, treat other people. Yep. So we ask. So all we ask is, what can you do to be peaceful? Because that's where it starts. Right. It starts with you. Love, peace, and light. And love. It starts with you. And then right. once you can exude it with you, you can start to push it to others. There's no way, and I say this all the time, there is no way that I feel I can come to somebody and tell them, I love you, bro. And they go, F you. <laughs> Unless you really got mental issues, right? The average person is gonna be like, they they may not say I love you back, but they're not gonna want to be violent with me, right? They'll be like, oh man, get gone, gone, gone. 
That's the worst that could possibly happen. Or they can yeah. let you back, bro. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, stuff, man. All that love. No, no, you're good. So I ain't want to mention no names, but the person that said that you was going that suggested that. I see Keisha, I see it. I see it. Oh, pull up. (laughs) I see Keisha pulling up. So look, let me ask you this, man. Um, because like you're one of the guys that are like really out in the front lines, um, as far as like really being out there, being active on the streets. Um, you know, with the, with the movements that you're involved in. And unfortunately, you know, over the last year or so, we've lost a couple of brothers from other organizations, you know, that have been out there um, on the front lines. And, you know, I just want to ask you, um, does that kind of discourage you sometimes to maybe, you know, fall back a little bit from the work? Or does that say, okay, now I need to work even harder because, you know, that's that's a soldier, even though he wasn't necessarily with our movement particularly, you know, it's still the same cause. So now I need to get out there and fight even harder. You know what I mean? Yeah, I um, I um, I met Tater when uh when we first started the movement. Um, I was working Good at brother. Community Mediation Center. He was he he was uh he was with um he was with Safe Streets, and I met him and we talked a little bit. Um, and when he when he was when when he was taken from us, I posted that um um this is this this is gonna make me go harder. You know what I'm saying? Is, is it gonna make me be out here even harder? Because he wouldn't want it no, he, he wouldn't want it no less. Right. I I wouldn't want Tay to look down and be like, Don, I'll stop what he did, stop what he was doing because of what happened to me. Mm-hmm. That's not what he lived for. Um, it's it's going to be and and I've I, I, you heard this in movies, you heard this in life, is that no matter what you do, there may be some type of you know ramifications, you know, stuff oh, may cool. happen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but However, and I don't like to use but, but how, however, what are you going to do after that? Are you going to let it kill your spirit? Right. Because if you let it kill your spirit, you're not living to what the person that was fighting the same way you were was fighting for. Mm-hmm. So no, it, 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 I was sad. Um, it, it, it hit me hard. I had to sit down for a couple of days and be like, yo, oh. man, come on. But then you're human. Yeah, the third day I was like, "Yo, we about to ride harder." We about to he ride grows, harder. y'all. Right, right. <laughs> we, we about to ride harder. You know what I'm saying? Because, because it can't win. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I don't want to say the word because we, 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 we try to say we try to stay away from the word as much as possible. Murder can't win. I'm not going to allow murder to win. Because mm-hmm. murder is a spirit. And if you keep letting that spirit fester, it's going to keep messing with you. And if it, and if, it allow, if you allow murder to knock you down, Man. where would the where would the Baltimore right. ceasefire movement be now if we sat back and be like, all right, we done, like it's it's whatever? Because it's so many it's so many movements and organizations out here doing the work. If they stop doing the work, you would see much more murders. Than right. what it is now, right, right. It would. I don't think people worse. realize that, right. I don't. I, th- I think people, you know, look at it as, oh well, you know, they're not really because you don't um, know about all these organizations. Because okay, again, myself, I was educated tonight, hugely educated, and it's not like I'm not from you know, the Maryland area, right? but again, and it's not like I didn't go to a church in the city. I didn't have family that lived on Guilford Avenue. 
I lived in the county. So the impact was a little bit different. It did not impact me like that. And usually right. you, you're not aware until it impacts you personally, right? Right. right. So when you're educating like this, and um, I, I think that's, again, people realize, you know what? Oh, wow. Okay. They, there is something on that foundation that's holding it up because that's what you're doing right y'all right. these organizations are foundational organizations that are planting seeds all over baltimore city yep and those seeds you know need to be nourished by the community you know whether it's you know the churches the people whomever the school systems but y'all are planting the seeds, right? You're not just taking it as, okay, we're only planting. Okay. It's dormant season right now. It's snowing. Right. So no murders right. are going to happen. You know, right. You're right. Planting. But it's going to come out the snow. Exactly. <laughs> right. We good. Right. It's going to snow for three days. We good. They're planting right. evergreens. Okay. That's, that's what we're doing. That's how I'm looking at it. Like y'all are planting ever greens you know those pine needles are just falling so that you know it could just grow and it doesn't stay dormant it still is green you know right right you know when it gets cold it still has life peace it has, it, you know? it's, a, it's, it's, it's a blueprint it's a yes. blueprint and i tell people all the time yes. so i'm 53 years old i'm not I, you, I, know. I, I, you, know. <laughs> you know what i'm saying but it's going to come a time where I'm going to have to sit down and not be in the streets like I am now. Right. And I tell people this all the time. Look, there's going to, I, I, I honestly believe there's going to be a time where there's going to be no murder in Baltimore city. If people keep doing the work. All right. Mm -hmm. So let's just say we're in 2022. Now let's just say in 2045, there's no murder at all. Right. And nobody's getting killed or whatever. And then maybe 30 years after that, 2070, 2075, the murders start to creep back up. Somebody could say, I remember back in 2022, mm -hmm. <laughs> there mm -hmm. was a movement yes. that started and they talked about nobody kill anybody and they talked about right. peace, they mm -hmm. talked about love. Let's go back and see what they did. And right. it would be here for them mm -hmm. to start again in 2075 if the murders crept back up because yes. you do the work now and if the work is not just for us, it's for everybody coming behind us. Right. It's the, for the future. It's yep. for the future. Mm -hmm. It's going to be here. Somebody's going to right. talk about Baltimore ceasefire in the year 3000. Mm -hmm. Because when you talk about peace, you talk about love, everything has its place and it's now written. written yes. Right. Right. And it's not just, and the thing about it is it wasn't just Baltimore. Here's the funny part. When we first started, like, this, and, and I tell a story all the time, and Erica loves telling the story too. When we first started, we started pitching it to all of, to everybody, the 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 uh, the politicians, the mayor at the time um, it was Catherine Pugh. We were pitching it. We were like, "This is what's going to happen." And a lot of people was like, "Okay, mm -hmm. that's now mm -hmm. cool." Talk to us on Monday. Yeah, you know said, "Let us know how it went." You mm -hmm. know, the, the the news stations was like, "It's it's cool. I, it, it, it sounds good," and blah blah blah. Right. So we were like, all right, cool. All right, we're we going to continue doing what we're doing. And then uh, HBO came to town. 
and HBO got in contact with the mayor first and was like, hey, and she thought they were going to be there for her. <laughs> they asked her. Do you know these cats that are these yeah. Baltimore ceasefire cats? Yes. We want to know what, what they're doing. I love and it. Next thing you know, Catherine was like, well, I, I, I do know them and blah, blah, blah. The next thing you know, she started coming around like, hey, we want to be involved. And then all the news stations were still like, we don't know until uh, South Africa, Spain, Portugal, uh, Mexico, uh, Bolivia, all these places, China, started tweeting about what's going on in Baltimore right now. Mm. Somebody's talking about <laughs> 72 hours and nobody getting killed in, in a place that, they've, that, that that has had 300 some odd murders over the past couple of years. What is going on? And the communities get involved? What is this? Right. But it was one of those things where now it's not just Baltimore that knows about it. A lot of people know about it. Right now, they, I can't, Central Central Congo, Central Congo does a ceasefire weekend. Wow. Wow. So, so it's something that we put into place for the, for the residents of Baltimore because it's Baltimore's movement. But if something is to happen, it's already written in stone for them to be able to go back to it when needed. Right. So, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that, bro. I used to, um, a few years ago, I used to sit in on a show on Saturday mornings down at WFBR AM down in Glen Burnie called Must Be The Music. And um, we had uh, Erica on the show one Saturday. And in the middle of the interview, while we were... Uh, we were on a, a radio, a music break, you know, so we had music playing. And so in the studio, we're kind of chilling and our phone rings and the CNN on the phone. And she was like, I'm sorry to do this, but I got to get up because CNN is on the phone. And I'm like, go do no, what you right. Right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? If you can't come back, that's fine. And that's to say that that moment made me realize just how big yeah you know what i'm saying this movement really is when you have when you have platforms like that that are chiming in and that are just you know calling you on a saturday morning bro this was like 11 30 in the morning right. and wow. you get a call from cnn like we need to talk to you such and such and such and such so yeah i, I understand everything that you're saying it's, it's really bigger than just you know what we see here and it's really right. bigger than four times a, a year you right. know what I mean? right right it, it, it's, it's much it's much bigger than the weekends it's all about invoking and instilling that spirit of peace into everybody in baltimore city because once it's, it's like i said one of the things that we tell people tell three people about the baltimore ceasefire and if you tell those three people you tell those three people to tell three people and it goes on mm -hmm. and on and yeah. on and 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 in that telling yeah. um you're talking about peace. You're talking about right. love. You're talking about light. So it's like you're spreading it, not even meaning to spread it. You're, you're, you're spreading information, but you're still spreading peace, love, and light because there's no way you can talk about this movement and not talk about the peace and the love that 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 we try to instill into everybody in the city. Right. It's 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 one it, it's it's one of no, I, I always say it. It's always got to stop myself. It is the greatest thing I've done in my life. Wonderful. And not just because of it's Baltimore, but because of the in, the introspection with it I had to do within myself to do this work. Right. 
know what I'm saying? It may be, it may be go to some spaces to be like, let me work on that. Because somewhere mm-hmm. along the line, that's going to come out and I don't need it to come out in a bad way. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, so let me ask you this, bro, because you've, you've mentioned a couple of people through city hall and I'm, I'm not going to get into my personal thoughts about politics and <laughs> that, have, it. that have, you know, occupied space down <laughs> at, you know, holiday street, but, um, right. don't do it. if, if Darnell Wharton was to be our next mayor, Thirty days in, what would be some of the changes that you would make? Hmm. You, you gave him thirty. Hmm. Thirty days. The first thing, because that that lays the foundation for everything that happens afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you need thirty. Thirty, you 30 get days in. Players. Thirty days in, bro. Thirty days in. I would have I would have all of my city councilmen. I would have all of my administrative uh, people in City Hall, all the people that normally sit behind desks and do uh, paper pushing in. We'd be out in the community. We'd be out in the community like I like I would instill. I understand you got to do some work, but two, three times out the week, we're going to be out in the community. You're going to be talking to the people that just that that. And, and not just the, and not just me being a mayor. I want them to talk to the secretary they see when they come in. Mm. Because sometimes it's those people that are so far off from what the community is going on because they're so that they're, they're so uh tuned into what's going on in actual city hall and the papers and the you gotta go here and you gotta go there. That and they sometimes forget doing nothing. They forget how to treat the people that mm-hmm. we're serving. Right. So yes, yes, Mr. Miss Lush Lady. That you normally work in the in the break room on the fifth floor, you gonna come out of the community with me, and what you do here, you, we gonna do out on in Park Heights, because I need you. I, I need you to understand that it's the people that put us here, right. not just the votes, but the people, because the people want to see what's going on. So I got we got to go out to the people, and 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 I, and I love the fact that Brandon does a lot of going out because he's from that. I'm like. He, he, he came up in that. We, we was in 300 together. So there was no way he could go into that office and not come back out in the streets. I'm just upset that he didn't bring more people with him. Like, mm. you got, those people, those people got to come out. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they got to see what's going on because you're not going to get a total picture of who you're helping until you go to where they need the help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can tell me, you can tell me that my house is this, this, that, and the other. But if I got you out there and you're actually seeing it, because there's something about seeing it. There was this one guy that we that we were out doing ceasefire um, outreach on Fulton Avenue. We was on Fulton Avenue, and he was sitting in the front of his house. And we, I, I, I gave him a a post in a fly. And he was like, "I'm gonna get put out of my house tomorrow." And I was like, "Well, why are you gonna get put out of your house, sir?" And he started going into all the codes that. Uh, people said it was wrong with his house, and he had bed bugs in his house, and he had a couple of bed bugs on him. Mm. And he's like, he was like, I know I can't stay in this house, but I don't know how to move from here. Like I don't know what has to happen. And we got, and Jakia, who works for Social Work, who does social work, she got to calling people. I got to calling people. Ellen got to calling people. We got him a a interview, uh, an appointment with the person that's going to put him into his new house. We got transportation to get him there. We got people to come and get his stuff. 
We got transportation to his new spot. But the fact that we were able to be out there and see what was going on instead of him just walking into some place like I need a new place. Right. It made us it, it made us go. He needs this now because sometimes you'll walk into a, into social services and, and tell them what you need. And they're treating you just a, like the next number. But if I was the mayor, I got my deputy mayor. I got my city councilman. I got all the people. And we're actually going out and we're walking, not Canton. Come on now. You know we're not in Canton. <laughs> Come on now. We're going to be on Pennsylvania right. Avenue. <laughs> I need you to see the legislation that you are trying to push past. I need you to see how it's going to affect this person standing right here in front of uh in, in front of the subway station. How is it really going to affect him? Mm-hmm. Because then it makes you go in and do your work better because now you're going in doing your work with a vision and right. a sight of what you've seen instead of what I think is out there and what I think they need. If I go in there with, I know what they need now because I've seen it. I experienced it. That made me make, that, 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 I might change some things around. I can't put this in there because that's not going to help them. Mm. That's, that's in 30 days, that's one of the things I would do, bro. But I can't, I can't be, I can't be a politician because you got to hold your tongue. You got to hold your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that well, huh? I don't do well with that. You don't do well with that. You know what I'm saying? No, 545 be, 545 be, be, be biting me every day. Did you hear what he said today? My God. <laughs> so, but yeah, man. You sound like Bernie Mac as the uh, as the vice president when he was like, running right. with Chris, in that Chris Rock movie, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> right. Too funny, man. Too funny, exactly. man, bro. This is so um, good. Yeah, this is as I knew it would be, man. Um, right. just great stuff, bro. And and the thing that I'm really taking away from this, as I've sat here and we've talked for about an hour and a half now, um. Feel your passion. You know what I'm saying? I don't see it. I, I feel the passion and the love that you have, you know, for, for the city. And um, I, I just love the fact that you, like I said earlier, man, you're out there on the front lines on a daily basis, man. And um, the one, uh, one other thing I wanted to ask before we go, though, because I know that this is all pretty much headquartered in and focused around the city. But does the Baltimore ceasefire, does it spread out into, you know, the surrounding counties and stuff like that? Or do you, you know, partner with anybody so that it could be a, you know, a Howard County ceasefire and stuff like that? Well, well, like I said, Harp, um, uh, who did it? Um, another county had did it. Like, we, we, if you want to do it in the county, like, I, I know we're, we're primarily centrally based in the city. But if somebody wants to do it in any county... We give them all the need. Here's a logo. Here's here's, here's a flyer. Here's, here's, right. here's all the JPEGs you need to switch it up the right. way you want to do it. Because right. at the end of the day, peace does not. We, we just don't want peace to be in Baltimore City. If there's a, if you need peace in Howard County, Carroll County, Anne Arundel County, you know what I'm saying? All the way out there, and the, the, wherever it is, like way out in the boondocks. If you want out there where Alenia live at, right. <laughs> Well, no, but he said he was already. They was in Hagerstown, the yeah, prison. Hagerstown, yeah, yeah. So it, so it, 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 it it's, it's a movement yeah. that can be that, that can be adopted by anybody, and then right. we, that's how we want it to be. We right. want it to be something that, you know, it can even be for your block. You know, like my, you know what? I know mm-hmm. I, I I live all the way out here in in Corpus Christi or whatever, and mm-hmm. on my block we having this, this, that, and other. Can I do Probably. a Corpus Christi 
you surely can. Right. You right. surely can. What you need? Here's all here's all our files. So what do they go to the website to they can go contact? to the website or, or they can they can they can email us at be more ceasefire gmail.com. Tell us what they want. We'll send it to them. Because like we said, the movement doesn't exactly belong to the, the movement doesn't belong to the six of us. It belongs to Baltimore. Gotcha. And then after what it belongs to the it belongs to the, the, the state. It belongs to the world. It belongs to the nation. Like right. peace across all boundaries. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, like yeah. I said, we got we got Central Congo doing a, a ceasefire weekend. Right. That's that's between tribes. They over in Africa doing ceasefire weekends. See, man, that's that's crazy. That is. That's crazy. That's wonderful. That's, That's wonderful. And and Kesha asked, would you consider running for office? But I think he already answered that. He said, he said no. He said he can't oh. hold the tongue. <laughs> don't want to be on, uh, you know, CNN or, or Fox the network. Right. You know. right, right, right. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't. I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I don't, I don't see it happening. I, I think the very first day, I'm popping off like. As soon as 545 says something crazy, I'm popping off. <laughs> Somebody got to, they, they went to talk to me, uh, uh, sir, sir, you can't say that. Why, why not? Why not? <laughs> it probably won't even be 545 and be his secretary. Right. He's been there for like 20 years. That's right. like, I'm not going out in the community. I right. live out there, you know? You're like, okay, well, you know, we'll see you. Uh, go, 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 go apply somewhere else. We can bring somebody else in. Because, you know, I... Yeah. What, one of the main things that we that, that that we would say is that Baltimore people think that Baltimore is resource deficient and it's not. People just don't know where the resources are, mm. and some of the places that offer these resources aren't aren't funded well. So you have somebody that does pretty good work but don't have the funding for it. Yeah. So if you if, if if there's a chance, if I was in office, if there's a chance, I'll be able like yo, what do you do, and how can we help you? Because I know what you do is probably something that I can't do, but I need you to do it at the best way you can do it. Yeah. What do you need? You know what I'm saying? And people think, I don't know where the resources, you know, there are no resources. No, you just don't know where they are. Yeah. Like, I would take my phone. I call this phone my, my resource phone. And I try to put everything in that phone. And one day I was when I was out and about and I was talking to somebody, um, he said, he, he said, I want to, I, I want to, you know, I, I said, if you weren't doing this, what would you want to do? He's like, I always wanted to get my GED. I went right my phone. Here, I wrote it down. Call this person tomorrow. Let them know you talk to me. You want to get your GED? They could put you on the road to get it. Right. The best thing about that moment right there is giving somebody a choice. Because per- he could wake up the next morning. He could say, I can go back to trapping. Or I can call this person and see if I can right, get my get started. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing with Christianity. God said, "I can't blame the people that what they don't know about me." Right. But if you know about me, that means you had a choice. So mm-hmm. I can't, I can't blame somebody that, that that don't have the resource in their hand. But if I gave you the resource, the next day you have a choice in which way you want to follow. And I followed up with him. And he called. And he was on his way to getting his GED. But that's what that's what resources are. It's not about the fact that. And not around, people just don't know where they are. So one right. of the things we do is we try to have those resources available when we go out and talk to people. I got it right here in my phone. I don't. It's it, it. It's so much stuff in my phone. It's something nobody can tell me something that they don't want. I'll go on my phone and find it. Oh, I, I got somebody. Right. Right. <laughs> or you, or you want a job? Or, or you want food? Or you need clothes? What, 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 what we got? Because I got it right here. Right. 
You just got to follow up with it. And like you said, y'all had the young brother that needed a place to stay. All of y'all right. popped your phone. Yeah. And- popped our phones and, and made it happen. Yeah. That's and, and that's and that's that's the main thing about um about doing this work. It's about the resource you can give people, how you do it, and when you do it, and the fact that you have the ability to do it. Right. Um mm-hmm. it, it 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 works it works wonders because you're helping somebody move on to the next moment. Because you got a lot of people that are sitting there right now saying, I don't know what I'm going to do in the next half an hour. Yeah. I don't I don't, I, I don't know how I'm going to survive the next hour. I don't know how I'm going to survive the next day. And what all they need is just ask them, just tell somebody what is it, what it is they need. Right. Let me make it happen for you. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they have a brighter, they have a brighter outlook for the next day. Right. And the day after that. And now they're looking forward to something like when we talk about ceasefire weekends, we want people to look forward to it like they look forward to Christmas and Thanksgiving. Right. It's ceasefire weekend coming. <laughs> right. I'm gonna we be peaceful peace. that weekend. We get peace three, four, four right. times a year. Right. <laughs> four times a year. That's a right. lot. It so went from it's, it's, one it's, to four. It's 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 it's, 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 it's stuff like that that make right. us go. This is why we do what we do because we want people to look forward to the next day. Mm-hmm. I want people to look forward to the next moment. I want people to have in their mind that I can make it to the next half an hour, or the next hour, or the next day, or the next week. Right. Because the resources are there, and I'm doing the work within myself. Right. And somebody else is actually out there pushing people to be peaceful. So it's all it's all coming together. Right. Yeah. You know, I love you guys. It's a life, man. Um, I've been rocking with y'all, like I said, since day From one. From the start, bro. <laughs> yeah and many of y'all you know i actually knew before the um you know the ceasefire movement started because I, right. I remember when uh erica and ellen and them and had their little crew called the baltimore girls man baltimore they, girls yeah it's still they, they still rocking yeah and um you know just to you know just to sit back man and 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 see where it's gone from then to now man and to know that you guys are still just scratching the surface you know right. I, I think is a beautiful thing, man. So that's why I'm going to make sure that you come back in January, you and whoever else. Yes. In the back. I can hold, I can hold, I can hold on yeah. And we're going to, um, you know, we're going to reveal this, you know, this new this logo. Yep. Yeah. Reveal this new, you know, this new movement, man. And, yeah. and you know, the new direction that we're going, you know, with the, the movement. I'm not even gonna call it the ceasefire movement anymore. I'm not even gonna right. call it. That. <laughs> you know, we got we we got one more ceasefire weekend to call the ceasefire movement. And then and then That's it's it. going to pop it. And and you know they have a Baltimore ceasefire website, man. And you can yep. always go there to find out any information you need. They have an amazing calendar on the website where you can go and find out pretty much anything that's going on in the city during that week of or during that weekend of the Baltimore ceasefire. Yep as well as, you know, stuff that they may be doing between ceasefires, man. So all of that information is always accessible to you. Um, you can always reach out to D, I'm sure, and any member, you know, of, of the ceasefire, man, and they can let you guys know what's going on, man. So we'll put you, you know, down, we'll put you down. Man, yeah. And, and like you said, if they need, if, if it's something that you need, they're going to get in the phone and they're going to do this. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. <laughs> um. You're not gonna give us no bars, right? You want you want some bars for real, yo? Man, here you go, Cash. 
You want to ball for real? That's one more time. Says for the stupid boy. All right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you some ball. It's because you asked for it. But this, this is, this is, this is my, this might be it. This might be it. Hold on, hold on. Before you start, bring him up. I gotta do it like this before you start. Hold on. Yeah, you gotta bring him up. Do your thing, bro. I got you. All right, here we go. Um, my poisonous pen style sticks like alcohol. More hits than the ballroom brawl because I'm standing tall. Over stack of broken up MC. Smoking mic in my right hand. You can't get with these. Versus that I throw like darts. You got a weak heart. Don't be around while I'm ripping whack and it gets apart. You're going to bomb it on your punk ass squad. A sad slate and frauds. My freestyle leaves a mic scarred. It ain't hard. I bring that rough shit to your chest. Crushing crews at test. Putting booty MCs to rest in peace. Knocking out teeth if you got beef. Sharp like a crease. I get wild like a beast in primal rage. Ripping up the stage you can't hang. This hip hop slang is like a lyrical gangbang. Mad styles to make up, my mental files will get the crowd wild Cause I flows for a while, harassing your staff Cause I'm hard like math, stay out my path, I'm giving out a verbal bath A freestyle rain that brings pain to your weak brain You can't maintain, I'm rubbing you out like stains Like four nine, you can't shine with my rhyme I keep my verbs tight cause I stays in the limelight That's for y'all <laughs> <laughs> You asked for it bro, you asked for it Wait a minute, pop on <laughs> He dropped the mic and rolled off sexual chocolate. <laughs> you asked for it, bro. You Yo, you hold up, D. You've been holding out on me, bro. <laughs> you've been holding out on me, bro. Mom. <laughs> but you got him all worked up with his passion. So he was just like, he. I had to, had to give it to him. I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to yeah. end the night off like that. That's, that's what he did. And so he gave you what you wanted. You, he was all worked up. He was talking about the ceasefire. He talked about the movie. He was talking about, talking about. And then he was just like, I know you're going to give us something. And he was like, all right, I'm going to give you a little I'm going to you. I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> that was a be careful what you ask for a moment. <laughs> there it is. There you want is. these bars, I'm going to give you these bars. Bro. Right? <laughs> Shout out to you, man. I, 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 I didn't know. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know. You know, I, I do this little segment every week called Acapellas and Acoustics, man. If you want right. to come to us, let me know. <laughs> Hey, appreciate you, brother. Hey, man, let everybody know how they can follow you, yeah. social media. Okay. Um, you can uh, follow me, uh, Donnell Wharton on Facebook. Uh, I am DKW on IG. You can always follow the ceasefire page. Um, Baltimore, uh, be more ceasefire. Baltimore ceasefire on BaltimoreCeasefire.com, and then Baltimore ceasefire on Facebook and Baltimore ceasefire on Instagram. All you gotta do is type it in. You'll you'll catch us right then and there. Um. Other than that, oh, Band of Brothers, Band of Brothers, uh, public page on, on, uh, on, um, I on actually we're not on IG no more. I think I can't remember if we're on IG, but I know we're on Facebook. Baltimore Brothers, we got a public page, and our Band of Brothers, and um, that's it, man. We and, and you might see me out and about, you know, everywhere. What it uh, is, everywhere. We, we try to be uh, everywhere. Not everywhere, but everywhere. Everywhere. Right. And y'all remember it's Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers. Yep. That's B-R-O-V-A-Z. He's not trying to say brothers. Right. He said brothers. We, right. We, well, we know how we say brothers on a regular. <laughs> I just had to make sure because you know you got this, some people this is why, This is why you have her. This is why you have her. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
AD, it's always love, man. I always love, man. I appreciate you. I love you to death, brother. And, and, and I love you. Thank you. Yo, you compliment. Yo, this is great. I love this. I, I love doing this. <laughs> this. This is this this is my thing right here. When he said, yeah, no, I, he probably no. thought I forgot too, because he hit me up on a hey bro, we still good for for the 19th. Like, oh yeah, no, no doubt. Okay. <laughs> just making sure you know always right. <laughs> he was staying on the humble he was right. now he was staying on the humble nah, i ain't want to i ain't want to put the fly out there and then you see right. the fly. Right. such and such as you know cnn called i can't be on right, your right, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, D, i love you man hey, i love you safe. too man thank you enjoy the rest of your evening man y'all too my man, <laughs> that's my guy right there. That was good. That was good. Bars, yeah, bars on. <laughs> he was like, "What?" Not talking to me. Don't stop. That's my guy right that was there. That good. Very good interview. Great stuff. As I told you, it would be great. Great yeah. stuff. Yeah, I learned a lot tonight. As always. As yeah. always. Oh. As I told y'all at the beginning, man, we have officially launched. Yes. Uh, keep this date in mind. Friday, October the 22nd. My man DJ Joe Storm will be on the ones and twos. Uh, my sister Nina, the original party girl, will be the hostess for the okay. evening. We will be at the Lisa's Luxury Consignment Shop, 1501 Sawgrave Avenue in Baltimore, 21209. We will be giving out free samples of the drink and we will also be taking pre-orders, man. And my goal for the first night of pre-orders is a minimum of 50. Oh Lini is gonna come and order I, I, 10. I, I, we had to we could we have a birthday party, uh, um great <sighs> birthday party, but no, you can count on the Washingtons for sure, for sure. I appreciate support. that. Absolutely. And any flyers, anything that you have, please make sure I have it so I can post. Absolutely well. Absolutely well. I appreciate that. And before we go, uh, give everybody your contact information so that they yes. can follow yes. all of these movements that you got going on now. Yes, yes. Opportunities, y'all. Um, but please make sure you're following me on uh, YouTube at Alenia Renee, as you see the name, and also Instagram at Alenia underscore Renee, because there's actually someone else named Alenia Renee. Really? Okay. <laughs> exactly, Antoine. You 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 made the same face, my husband. Thieves. Thieves. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But please head on over there. Everything new will be posted and all the things, or you can just follow, you can also follow me on Facebook as well under Alenia Washington. That's what it is. All right. Uh, I actually try to do this every week. Tune in next Monday. We will have Tiffany J in the building. Uh, okay. from North Carolina. Um, I know you won't be able to. You know, always love and again, you know, prayers to you and you know the situation that's going on there. Uh, my special guest host next week will be my sister who was turned in with us earlier, Key Alicia. Thank hey, you, Key Alicia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let faith ministry via left nation in the house. That's what I'm talking about. Wonderful. Uh, it's gonna be fun, man. So um, you know, gosh, we just came back and now you're taking the week off. I no, know, I couldn't help. 
help that one. Y'all know I can't help that. And hopefully yeah. I have my maracas by the time I come back. Be because I'm getting plain ones, Antoine. So when you get, you know, my, my, my I, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got I'm you. I'm using it for they for access granted. I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, you know, make sure you catch the replay because next week's show is really gonna be it's really gonna be a good one. Absolutely. And then and then hold on before we go, I gotta make sure I say the name of the movie, right? Um Tacola, Tacola, Tacola. What's the name of the uh oh um so, um um uh we can't we can't be my girl like that. Hold on. Oh my goodness, I keep messing. I'm I'm always messing up. Uh, what's the name of the movie? Yeah, Gosh. For opening <sighs> Strip from Insanity. Strip from insanity. Um, we have the movie premiere coming up October the first. Uh, she, along with a few of the cast members, will actually be on our show the 29th. And that's okay. A um, I know you're probably not available, right? Because that's a Thursday. Right, that's a Thursday. Unfortunately. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go and beg somebody else to come. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be a good one. Because I, I promised her when she was on the show. You did. I thought she was going. I thought she was the guest. Going to be guest tonight. No, 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 no. Not tonight. Not tonight. But, but I, I definitely want to get her on. But I but, got you. Yeah, but, but you're still you. coming. You're still coming to the premiere, right, on October the first. Ooh. <laughs> Come you on. The tickets were free. We're good. We are good. I didn't, I didn't have it. You never said I got the tickets. No, it's it's not a ticket. We on the list. We oh, we on the list. Look. Uh, are you for, gonna say, okay? You need to tell me the information because I I gotta tell the hubbins. It's for the seven o'clock viewing as right. well as the exclusive after party. We right. you, got, you still gotta tell me. You gotta tell me things. But, but I told you. You told me, you got to tell me, tell me, tell me. Because I'm like, oh, I'm waiting for tickets. Okay. Oh, I, I know when, you know. I'm going to be no official tickets. We're going to walk up to them and we're going to say, access granted. And they're going to open the ropes and we're going. And we're going to go at. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is what I need you to do. <laughs> yeah, we're good. But yeah, we're good. I, okay. I, I, I thought that you understood that it was confirmed when it was mentioned. No. I'm old school. I, I thought I, I I really did. I'm not gonna lie. This is new to me. You gotta understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah seriously. I, I this is new to me. Yeah. But um, you know, for those that are wondering what the heck we're talking about, there's a movie premiere strip uh strip from insanity. Insanity. It's gonna yes. be at the Hoyt movie theater on Nursery Road. Yes. Um October the first, there's Hoyt. a five p.m. showing and a seven p.m. showing. Um, and then again, there's going to be, you know, a little celebration afterwards. Uh, for VIPs. Yeah, you can't get in that. Yeah, you, not just anybody. That ain't for anybody. You got, you got to know us. Right. Y'all <laughs> pay me $25. I might get you on the list, but no. So I'm looking forward to uh, celebrating with her. And again, we're going to have uh, next Thursday, we're going to have uh, some of the cast members on the show. Nice. So, Very nice. That being said, we thank everybody for tuning in tonight. This was a ball. Shout out again to my man D. He was really, 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 really good, as I knew he would be. Um, and continue to keep uh 
the Meister family in prayer. Um, yes. Some text messages that are going on. And as soon as I get off here, I need to hop on the phone to see what's going on. Um, but with that being said, we will see you guys next week. Um, make sure you keep us locked on all of the social media stuff, access granted, the par string, acapellas, yes. and all that stuff. We love you guys. See you all next right, week. y'all. Nice. Be good, sis. I'll see you in two weeks. Got you. Bye. Got you. Have a good one.